I love you, Jesus. I know you love me too. My life is yours. It's me and you forever. I never want to let go of your hand. And even when my strength is weak, please never let go of my hand. I'm a Jesus baby for life. You're welcome to the Jesus Baby Podcast with Lyle. Hello, everyone. Today, we are going to be talking about jumping the gun. So waiting and waiting well, waiting on God. <laughs> um, and I don't know if I've said this before, but I'm not a preacher or someone that's here to tell you guys what to do. I'm just on my own Christian journey and I'm sharing what I'm learning from that journey. I'm sharing what God is teaching me. I'm sharing what I'm discovering through the scripture about the nature and the character of God. Um, and just like what it's like to be a Christian in this day and age, a young Christian, just navigating life and all that comes with it while trying to be a Christian and not just a mediocre Christian as well. But anyway, um, today I was doing my, I was doing my devotion and I, I'm reading the book of Chronicles at the moment. And I read the story of David, where David wanted to move the Ark of the Covenant. And I'll just read. So Chronicles, first Chronicles 13, I'll read from verse 12. No, sorry. I'll read from verse nine. So David was trying to move the Ark of the, the Ark of the Covenant had been taken and David was trying to move it back. Um, and so from verse, verse 9, it says, But when they arrived at the threshing floor of Nakon, the oxygen stumbled, and Uzzah reached out his hand to steady the ark. Then the Lord's anger was aroused against Uzzah, and he struck him dead because he had laid his hand on the ark. So Uzzah died there in the presence of God. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, but when I read that section, I say, you say what? <laughs> I was a bit confused, and... I mean, I was a bit perplexed. I was like, ah, God, isn't that a bit harsh? Like, you just killed him just like that. This and the third. I was thinking, ah, 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 ah. But I think one thing about reading the Bible, and one thing about God as well is that God doesn't just do things. So when you see something that that goes against the character of God, there's usually, like, there's usually, you're, you're usually able to see why exactly that happened, right? Um or when you see something that is like not usually typical of God, how of how God reacts. And I'm saying this not to say, oh, God um, never disciplines or God never corrects or God never judges. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like reading this, it just seems a bit like, bro, from where to where, like what's happening? Like just, he just touched it and he just died. And so I was a bit confused. Um, and it said in verse 11, David was angry because the Lord's anger had burst out against Uzzah. Um, and then in verse 12, he said he was now afraid of God. And he asked, how can I ever bring the ark of God back into my care? So David did not move the ark into the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obedidom. And the ark of God remained there in Obedidom's house for three months. And the Lord blessed the household of Obedidom and everything he owned. Stay with me. Because the story is quite interesting. Now, I read that first section and I'm like this is a bit confusing to me. Like David was saying like, ah, God, what's happening? Like you just struck him down. What happened? And then later on in verse 15, in chapter 15, first Chronicles 15, David then realized his error 
So the Levites, it says, um, so, it, okay, I read from First Chronicles 15 verse 1 to 2. It says, David now built several buildings for himself in the city of David. He also prepared a place for the ark of God and set up a special tent for it. Then he commanded, no one except the Levites may carry the ark of God. The Lord has chosen them to carry the ark of the Lord and to serve him forever. Right? So we see why this happened. So if you read Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, all those um, the first, the, the Pentateuch, right? The the f- first five books of the Bible. You see the specific instructions that God set out for how things are to be done and all of that. And you see that this action of them trying to just carry the ark, even the whole way they did this, it directly contravened the principles that God had set in place, right? And then you're like, oh, okay. And we have to remember that the ark of the covenant at the time was where God was supposed to reside, right? And God is such a holy God. I think sometimes we do forget that in our encounters and in our relationship with him, right? That God is such a holy God that that's why we see things like even people say, ah, this sin is not a bad sin. This one is not a bad one. This one is not as bad as this one. With God, there's no quantifying. Sin is sin. Bad is bad bad good is like if it's bad it's bad there's no oh it's semi good is a quarter good is maybe it can be good in this situation there's no oh my moral compass tells me this and this other person's moral compass says this what is a sin to god is a sin to god right and so god is such a holy god that he has set out certain standards for us to approach him and I, I also think that sometimes when you read the Old Testament and you, you read the, all these contexts, it makes me so much more grateful for the gift of salvation that Jesus brought to us and the fact that we can now approach him boldly. We can approach Jesus boldly and we can approach God freely. And it's such a blessing that I, I think sometimes we tend to take for granted and we often misbehave as well. But thank God, God is not a man. Thank God, God is God and God has mercy on us. Um, but that's just a segue. And so, um, in first in first Chronicles fifteen verse thirteen, it says, "Because you Levites did not carry the ark the first time, the anger of God of the Lord our God burst out against us. We failed to ask God how to move it properly." Now this is where I'm going. Jumping the gun, you failed to ask God how to move it properly, and I feel like why this ministered to me especially today, is because there's a particular thing that I want to do right now that I've been asking God, oh God, how do I say it? It's like what a pastor I listen to always says, you're asking God for something, but you already have your plan B. So, oh God, please help me do this. As soon as you drop your pen, your paper, and you put your hand down, you open your eyes from praying, you're like, okay, I think what I'll do after this now, I'll go and do this and I'll, and I'll try to do it. So if, I, I know I pray to God, but if that doesn't work, then I think I'll go this route, I'll do this, I'll do that. And it's like, you're already scheming and plotting and planning and doing all these calculations, but you just prayed. So do you, you either trust God or you don't? It's like, are you trying to do your own thing or, you know? And so I felt like I'd been in that phase of, oh God, please, I need you to do this for me. But at the same time, ah, I need this now. I, I I need to start making my own moves as well. And I've been having that conflict of, um, I've been having that conflict of, oh, faith without works is dead. But at the same time, trust God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Do you get what I mean? So it's been, it's, there's been that internal battle within me of like, oh, trying to pray, but also trying to take action. Um, 
you know, because obviously you can't just be praying and not doing anything. But at the same time, also being like, God, I know I'm taking action, but I don't want to, to make it seem like my actions are like when the blessing comes, I don't want to, I don't want to not then I don't want to then think that, oh, I received all this stuff as a result of my actions and my actions alone and then begin to rely on my own understanding. And so just reading that text today, it says the anger of the Lord burned against you because you failed to ask God how to move it properly. So these are things that God has already said. God has already said this, 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 this. Now you've, you've, you've gone your own way. You haven't consulted God. And then look at, look at the situation. And not to say that God is like a judgmental or cause you know, that's a lot. That's what I love. Say, Oh my God, I, I feel judged. I feel, I feel, uh, I feel so judged. I don't like people judging me. I'm, and, and yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But I do feel like there's a, there's a bit of like oversensitivity that is happening at the moment when nobody wants anybody to tell them the truth, like, or nobody just wants to be corrected or disciplined. There was an awe and there was a, there was a reverence that David had and said, ah, God, what happened? And he had to go back and think and say, really and truly, what is the part that I had to play in this? I heard somebody say something quite funny today. Um, I was listening to a sermon and the 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 pastor, she said, <laughs> if something is not aligning, God is never the problem. It's always you. And I thought that was so funny, but it's also true. Because God is perfect, God is wise, God is infinite in all his power. And so something, oh, I want to do something. You're you're just moving, moving ahead of yourself, like jumping the gun, literally. Why can't you just wait? And I'm talking to myself as well because patience is something I really struggle with. <laughs> I <laughs> tell me to sound it. I can sit down for a few seconds after I'm like. I need to do this. I need to do this. Why are we sitting here? Why can't we move? Um, but David could have, all this could have been, and I think what I'm trying to draw out of this is all this could have been easily avoided if David had waited and said, okay, God, how do we do this? God, how do we navigate? God, how do we maneuver? Instead of just trying to use his own common sense. And I think sometimes there's a way that you don't consult God and you just try to do things in your own strength or you just try to do things with your own wisdom that you forget what God has said about that thing previously. Maybe God has even told you something about it before, but you've just moved. Now you've forgotten or you didn't take into consideration what, what God has said before, like like what happened in the script, in the, in the ch- chapter we read today. If David had calmed down, he probably would have remembered and it's, and this is not to say like, oh, a moral lesson of bashing David or whatever. It's not about David. It's just about how the scriptures can read us and how, because the Bible is the living word of God. Yes, these things happen to people and this thing, but it, it can also, God can also speak to you through certain passages. Um, and another, another, another verse which was highlighted was Proverbs 14 verse 12. And that is scripture that says the way, there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is destruction. And sometimes we're just so caught up in trying to figure things out and trying to do things our own way that you're not asking God. And even when you ask him, you're not calming down to actually hear what he has to say or calming down to receive instruction or calming down to receive direction. And you rush off, do your own thing. And then when it doesn't work, you're then like, ah, hey, nothing ever works for me. Oh God, you're not directing my, you're not, you're not this, that, and the other, this, that, and the other. 
Um, and yeah, that's just something I just wanted to to share that I just learned or that I just felt like God was convicting me of today. And I just, yeah, I just, honestly, I just had to just apologize to God and be like, God, I know I can be a bit of a silly billy. <laughs> Please just forgive me and just help me to wait well. And so I just pray for 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 anybody listening to this that is waiting on God for something. I don't know what you may be waiting for or what you're trying to do in your own strength that you're not asking God for direction for. I pray that you you God God gives you vision and God gives you sight to see that you need to depend on him and that you need to communicate with him and that you need to act you know it says Proverbs there's a um, scripture in Proverbs says trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path in all your ways not some of your ways not few of your ways not the ways which you don't know or not the ways which you've started, but halfway you don't seem to understand what's going on. So you ask in all your ways, I acknowledge him. Um, and so to round up, I just pray that God will help us to acknowledge him in every single thing we do. I pray that God will help us to wait well when he's given us an instruction or when he's told us to wait or when he's told us to go a certain path i pray that even in the wilderness even in the desert even in the times where it seems like our oh, god is not saying anything i pray that god help us to wait well and stay in the place of communion and fellowship with him because it can be really hard but that is real that but that is real where real beauty comes that is where something that lasts is born when you do it's like i was i was speaking to my dad about something and he was telling me something i was like ah, i don't know i feel like you're just not telling me i don't like what you're saying but deep down in my heart i knew if i go and do my own thing and it ends up to be jaga jaga and it ends up to be rubbish i'm going to come back and say oh dad this is what happened <laughs> and I will be the real clown. I will be the real clown because he has told me. Or if I didn't, if I decided, oh, I know what he would say. I'm not going to ask him. I would still be the real clown because I could have asked him. But I decided to do my own thing and look at where that that took me. So, yeah. Um, the song for this week, I'll put it in the description below because I'll need to. I'll need to figure that one out. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this has ministered to you. Um, I pray that God blesses your week, your month, your day, your year, your life, and everything that you lay your hands on. And I pray that God will give you and I the grace and the strength to wait well and to seek him in everything we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Till next time. Bye-bye.